first time I did it for the hell of it. Stuck it down the back of my tongue and then swallowed it. We are in the future. Oh, it's the future. Happy New Year, everyone. Pinch punch first of the year. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, 2022 is better than 2021 and 2020. Will it be better? I don't know. So, I mean, it's probably hard not. to tell, to be honest. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, what are your big hopes for... Um... Sorry, I should, should I do an intro? Oh, do you want to uh, do an intro? I'm Sorry. Luke, I'm Luke. Yeah. Uh, that's Pete. Okay. This is your home of sweet beans, mm-hmm. the Luke and Pete show. Mm-hmm. Pete, uh, that's that bit done. Yeah. Will you um, tell us what your hopes are for 2022? I'm going to straighten up. I'm going to fly right. I'm going to stop eating quite so many Chinese meals. You're going to fuck the haters? <laughs> well, I'll let the haters fuck themselves. Yeah. They are quite self-destructive <laughs> true, by actually. their very nature. Yeah, true, yeah. actually. You're going to stop eating Chinese food? Shut I'm going to start to look... Uh, like uh, Vince McMahon oh my god <laughs> oh my god that video of Vince McMahon I could just pull the Vince McMahon chain that <laughs> emergency cord oh my and you'll god. go off on one there's a, there's, a, there's a gif not really a gif like a Twitter video of Vince McMahon sort of leaning over oh, I forget it's an Irish um, wrestler um, leaning over her and going oh like going yeah 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 and he looks is he medicated I've seen the video. No, is he medicated? No, he's just he's just had a lot of work done. He's starting like a Captain Tom. He's got a very wet mouth. Right. Like he's looks his skin looks very dry and then his mouth looks very wet. Who's got the wettest mouth in media? Um certain members of the Guardian Football Wiki group, in my opinion. Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage. Uh yes, he has got a bit of a wet mouth, yeah. yeah. I, I get there sometimes. Yeah. Um sometimes people on, on mic on uh, some of the football podcasts I enjoy got yes, they go uh, <laughs> Oh <laughs> like, right, and there's like like a something in their epiglottis or whatever they've got. But you are got, you are an absolute <laughs> sound pervert though. You can notice stuff that other people don't. Got, notice. I mean, but, yeah, yeah. I also Stop notice when people it. do <laughs> when people do when people do bum edits and they edit in in the middle of a breath. So that yeah. And another thing, and uh, and then they keep yeah. talking. It's very it's it really puts me off. Don't show people people listening where to find the edits. We do. We we are spotless. We are beyond reproach. True. Yeah. We are good. Yeah, we are uh, good. Very good. Got a good team. Very around good. Us. Great good team. team Great team. Um, what are your big ambitions for the year? You, oh, you I don't know. What's well, the you've fucking, got a fucking I mean, answer. What is the fucking. I mean, what is this? Every it's every fucking year, isn't it? It does go we quick all had, now. We all had plans last year, and look what happened. You know what happened last year? God stuff. Yeah. We all got a little bit older. Yeah. What What was like the new kind of advances in 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 stuff? Last do, you, year. do you know who I feel for? What? The freelance journalist pitching their fucking columns. What do you why? Oh, I've got a good idea for a 2022 <laughs> new you column. Travel blog. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. It'll be a big thing. <laughs> Sub editors and, 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 um, and editors of sections in newspapers and websites will be inundated. Mm. We're freelance people pitching stuff that's not very interesting about what's happening in 2022 and it'll be list articles right it'll be ways to um, get fit mm. it'll be habits to get out of it'll be the NFT revolution goal setting well it's interesting you mentioned that right because I still don't really know what an NFT is right um, will people understand them more in 2022 you're a futurologist famously do, do you think that's something that people are going to get involved with there is um, I'm still yet to see many examples of NFTs being used for good, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, is it Sean Lennon? One of the Len- yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was Sean Lennon, John right. Lennon's son. Yeah, he's got big into the NFTs recently, and right. a lot of NFTs are just someone's drawn a picture and they've just um, put a lot of hats, beards, um, uh, um, clothing on their little characters. Like it might be a monkey or a chimp or a 
potato or something and 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 they'll just sort of go oh i'm dropping like a hundred versions of this you know same little picture i've done on photoshop and sell them off um it's 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 very interesting um but i'm yet to see some nft art where i go that is a an interesting use of the form i don't just don't know why anyone's buying this it's um sure people saying they should learn that's just your dad's records mate that's just just, what you're doing but he's selling some like kind of he's trying to sort of say um if you're like kind of into like blockchain and like nfts in particular and you're you're making your collection like he's basically said this ain't your daddy's nfts like you're buying these nfts that are really childish these drawings that are really childish what i'm selling and, and the team that i'm like involved in they're like man's nfts <laughs> <laughs> And what he's got, what? and the kind of the kind of pictures he's selling are these fucking skeletons. Ooh, spooky, oh, spooky lot of skeletons uh, with like beards and shit. And it's just, it's it's very uh, fashion, and it's all about drops, and it's all about sneakers that look a little bit different to the other sneakers and stuff like that. And it's all. But what can people actually do with the NFT? You've just bought a picture. You bought the rights. You've just bought the rights to a, a slight deviation to another picture. But what's to stop? So you buy. This is a potentially stupid question. So bear with me. Mm. You buy an NFT. Yeah. So you buy it for five grand. Yeah. And you see, you've basically got the rights, the copyright, whatever, to mm. a picture. Mm. And you go, by the way, look at this NFT I've got. And you mm. send me it on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I screenshot that mm. and say, I've got the rights to this NFT. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. No one can stop me. Well, you could do that with a picture of the Mona Lisa, presumably, couldn't you? Nobody would believe you. But, but it, what I'm saying, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is in the modern day, no one fucking cares who owns the rights to it. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, that, that is so true. So it's a bit it, of a it, waste of time. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it, things um, keep imp- keep improving and keep getting better, but I'm I'm yet to see something that the, the killer app. I mean, there's there's you know every NBA team, every everyone has got a bit of IP. A kind of like it's a bit of a land grab, it's a bit of a, a bit of a cash grab. Um, I'm yet to see something that actually um, gives someone a bit of value for what they're paying for. You know, you know what I mean. I can, I can understand something like you know the Wu Tang crew clan. Uh, and that record at least it was yeah. a record at least it was something that no one else you know had who bought no it? one else had it it was the Screlly wasn't it the, Martin the Screlly the farmer but then, bro but then he got bought out after he went he got his assets seized he got, got assets seized so, yeah. so that got resold again but at least that's a thing at least that's yeah, something you got. well that's a thing that, that, that no one else can have yeah. physically And but it is kind of like we sound like such a granddad sort of talking about it like oh well what's the point because you, you're not you're not owning it you know but Ownership physically is so kind of last century anyway. So I understand yeah. why it's moved on. I understand why you don't see a lot of the money you have. Well, really, ever, it's, do you? it's it's an extension for me of the Fortnite skins. It's it's the extension for me for yeah. the for the for the PUBG hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got this fucking hat, and and you know, new video games. I think new. Uh, I think Ubisoft are getting involved in them. Um, you have to play like six hundred hours, and then you're liable. To, you can win this hat or mask for yeah. your character and you can also sell it on Ubisoft get a cut um, it's yeah. kind of and, and it's and it's on this blockchain that's a bit more responsible environment wise mm-hmm. it's it will get better it will get more clear and people will get their heads around it more but for, at the moment it's very sneak ahead kind of territory for me it's very kind of like oh my god Kanye's dropping these Yeezys that I've I don't know a different button than the other one, sort of mm. thing, and it's kind of the actual. But they'll um, make more than one copy itself. of that, won't they? Yeah, but it's a very limited drop. It's a, you know you're limiting yeah. the amount of drops. I mean, I I've own I own a couple of like um, so rare um, football cards, like, yeah. and they are you know nobody because because nobody gives a toss about that particular um, website that I bought them on. 
um, it, they're kind of worthless sort of thing. They're on the Ethereum blockchain. They're, you know, $20 each or something. Um, and they just sat there. And like, no one's ever going to buy them off me. There's Why'd 100... you buy them then? I want to get on the fucking... <laughs> you want to get involved? Look, I want to fucking get on it, mate. Yeah. I was a year ago. I was young. I was reckless, mate. Yeah. I was young. I was reckless. I just wanted a little blockchain bobby. Could you print the card out and put it on your desk in your shed? <laughs> well, that's all right. It's it's interesting. I'm just yet to see something else. I go, oh yeah, I'd buy that. That's worth it. The big story <laughs> of um, the big story of 2022 is going to be Pete NFT millionaire. Uh, yeah. I actually mm. know someone whose brother made has made a million off NFTs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is he an artist or is he just? I think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Fair. Mad, right? it's, it's good. Look, it it decentralizes the. Uh, the, the the money that artists can make though um, the art that I'm seeing getting sold for decent money is fucking embarrassing the amount yeah. of stuff you know if Gary Kasparov is like it's so I made the mistake of going in one of those little Twitter rooms where you can listen to people yapping oh what's it called again oh, it's a fucking room it's just rooms isn't it it's just Twitter know. rooms um, and I went in an NFT one and <laughs> it was fucking brilliant uh, a lot of people just talking about how shit Budweiser are and how shit Pepsi are and how shit these agencies are that know about the NFTs, uh, kind of um, making a load of money off these big multinational conglomerates uh, and, and, and doing... I can't believe this has become an, an NFT 2022 show. Um, Particularly I don't know anything about what you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't. I know yeah. even less, but I'm having a fucking crack. Um, they're whinging about the fact that uh, how, how much these... There's like two or three agencies in America that have uh, got on this quite early and they're selling their work, they're selling their kind of expertise to big companies and so like Budweiser are releasing I think a bottle with some fucking cool dude shades on and stuff and it yeah. looks shit and everyone's going oh that's shit but the other stuff that they the other stuff these people respect is also shit as well yeah. it's just not done by a cynical uh, you know marketing company, company yeah. effectively um, but they were sort of talking about they're going look uh and they were talking about this song that this this woman came on and said, yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, making a shitload of NFTs and, and me and my friend made this song about minting NFTs. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's really good. And everyone's going, yeah, I've heard it. It's really good. I just want to kick back. And I, and I listened to this song they'd made about minting an NFT and it was the most embarrassing piece of trash I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, this is, there's not a lot of good stuff kicking around the NFT space. Can I NFT that? Their NFT and the song, yeah. yeah. They, they minted it. It's a song about minting NFTs, very meta, in, yeah. in a Web 3.0 metaverse kind of style. Um, There's it, it, it's just a lot of trash art um, getting thrown around, and it's almost that's almost not what it's about. It's about owning something that's decentralised and, and being a part of something I don't think many people truly understand. We'll get there, though. Do you want to talk about a man who got bitten by otters? Yes, I would like to talk, <laughs> talk about a man who is... Bitten to bits. By I like otters. the idea of people listening to our show right on the way to work or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. Pete's talking about NFTs, and they maybe zone out for five seconds, mm. and all of a sudden we'll talk about otters. Yeah, yeah. Because this is a story. I enjoyed the NFT chat. I don't understand any of it. Maybe our listeners can help us. However, when I say that kind of stuff, the more tedious end of our listenership get in touch. Right. And sending. Do we emails. have any of those? I don't. I've not. I've never met any of them. They're all lovely. Okay. Intelligent. You are the good clever. guy on this you're the good guy on the show. I'm obviously the bad guy on every <laughs> show I'm on. Um, so a story we missed towards the end of December was a um a guy who was walking through a park in Singapore. Right. A British guy lives mm. in Singapore. Uh early morning walk. Very nice. I imagine the the, the, the parks in Singapore are beautiful. Uh and he was set upon, chased, mm. pinned down, <laughs> and bitten twenty six times in ten seconds, apparently 
by, and this is the key bit, a family... A family? ...of otters. Wrong'uns. Yeah. Asbore family, more um, like. And I just think to myself, is that... That's terrifying. <laughs> but is it more terrifying because it's otters? And I'm also annoyed because the people who covered... The story, yeah. and I'm looking at you, Samantha Locke of The Guardian. A broadly anti-otter. The collective noun for an otter, right, for otters, is a romp of otters. A romp of otters. Why miss the opportunity to use that? Because romps tabloid speak in The Guardian. Oh, true, actually, yeah, I can't yeah, use that. You can't use that. Because they'll think... By a romp of otters. They would think that, that, they, would think that they, they were using tabloid speak when they weren't. And they'd be like, well, you need to explain that a romp of otters. You could have put that in, I suppose. She a, should a have put it in. Maybe it's a subreddit to change it. I don't know. Maybe it's not Samantha's <laughs> to blame, but she's just trying to do a good, honest joke uh, job. Uh, George uh, Graham George Spencer was the guy. He says, "I actually thought I was going to die. They were going to they were going to kill me." Um, <laughs> and kill his friend me. came along and uh, ran up and started screaming to scare them away. Screaming? Yeah. Um, presumably because they were scary because they were terrified. But apparently, this is like a thing. This is like a thing. Right. So, uh, in addition to the story, there's a guy in Singapore earlier this year, last last year who was bitten on the leg by an otter and he was 77 years old. There's a, apparently a couple of people were confronted by a, a, an aggressive romp of otters in Alaska right. last year as well. Uh, and there's been a lot of incidents of them um, attacking dogs, attacking children and adults. Now, to me, if you walk it through a, if you walk through a park and you see I don't know a fucking bear. You're conditioned to know that's dangerous. Yeah. The otter thing is more terrifying because you think they look quite cute. I like the video I like the video of them, you know, cracking holding a nut hands. on their yeah, holding hands holding or cracking hands, a nut yeah. on their fucking chest while they're swimming on their back. They're apparently vicious, these bastards. <laughs> I mean I, what did you have in your pockets though? Could you have True. had like a bit of sushi or something or Monster like some, Munch. Some fish. Some monster munch. <laughs> but there's different types of otters, of course. Yeah. Um and and um and you know the sea, those sea otters, they, they're fucking not sea otters. Is it what are the ones that I think you get them in South America, and they mm. are fucking giant. I think they're just called giant otters. They are fucking gigantic. They look like human beings in suits. <laughs> I like it. They would take you down in a second. I love an otter. But you famously had a, a, an encounter with a hippo. Yeah, that you weren't scared of. Wasn't scared of. No, I've, Why ne- I've never had anything. Well, because uh, there were bigger boys there. I, 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 you were in a I, bar. Was, I was in a bar. Yeah. I could drink him under the table. No, I but you, were, you didn't think at any point, Jesus, this is quite scary. Because they're statistically very, very dangerous yeah, animals. Here, yeah, that's why, that's why they shot his mama. Mama. Uh, but yeah, I got sent a picture of that or, uh, like last week for some reason. That hippo? Sorry, that hippo. Sorry, not yeah, after. Yeah. <laughs> but you, how are you feeling about being attacked by otters? I reckon I could take a few of them. I'd stamp on it. What's your cut off? Stamp. Stamp, don't, <laughs> stamp on that. Why do you make it so cruel? What do you mean? They're, they're doing the ones it biting they're, me. Because they're defending themselves, aren't they? Why are they defending? They're in a park, weren't they? Defend, running up and defend, and, and defense, the best defence is a good offence. You always get... Um, of things. In, in these kind of articles, you always get like, right, okay, you can imagine it in the newsroom. We're going to need a quote from some kind of otter group. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you get, you yeah. get like, oh, there's a guy here who's apparently a member of Otter Watch and the Otter Working Group yeah. that tr- tracks otters in the area saying that um, those otters are... By the way, they're not even official garden otters. They're not, they're not even in there as an ex- exhibit. Yeah. They, they apparently just pop just in every so often. <laughs> and they said that they, um, it was early morning, so it was probably quite dark and they were confused. Um, by by the man, <laughs> the big otter. So they just bit him. <laughs> it's just a mad story, isn't it? Have you ever met anyone who's been bit? You would never meet anyone who's been bitten by one. It's fucking no, crazy. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Good God. Oh, look! I finished that uh, TV show we were talking oh, about. Oh yes. Ago. 
uh, dark. Speaking of otters, did you like the otters at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Mass. A, Midnight Mass. It was all right, actually, yeah. I, I stuck with it and it got silly, but all good, really. Okay, so people listening who haven't seen it, it's a, mm. it's a show, it's, I mean, I'm sure Pete probably likes it more than I do. It's fine. It's mm. worth watching. Mm. But if you don't want to be spoiled, maybe just skip this next minute or two. Right. Because we're going to talk about it. Okay. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Um, what I liked about it yeah. was it was camp. But what yeah. I didn't like about it was it wasn't camp enough. Right. Okay. Um, when you, when with the, the angel was basically a vampire mm. with the fedora hat and the trench coat. Mm. That's class. <laughs> they didn't lean into it enough. No, I guess not. Um, yeah, he didn't sort of like... It would have been funny if he spoke. <laughs> no, because the thing is, if you don't lean into it enough, I'm there thinking, why have you put him in a trench coat and a fedora? What, he's like, been roaming yeah, the earth for like thousands of years. In a trench coat and a fedora, <laughs> yeah, but He's yeah. never had that cloak. Presumably he's never had those clothes on before. Where does he keep it? Yeah, Because exactly. he flies around exactly. all over the exactly. He doesn't exactly. fly around with his cloak, does exactly. he, as a buzz, yeah. I liked, I liked um, the priest. He was brilliant. Monsignor. He was very good. Or whatever he's called. He was amazing. I've sat on our dog, Monsignor Buckley. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, nice. Very and um, what, do you, what do you think about the, the, the fella bursting into flames on the boat? Uh, it's... Could he not have done that by himself? <laughs> like, did he have to bring Nia Jax from WWE into it? Is that who it is? No, no. I wanted him to prove... Looks I, like, I, I, she looks like Nia Jax from I WWE. He, I think he wanted to prove it to her, didn't he? He went, aha! You're never going to believe this. You're never going to believe this. <laughs> but watch this. Yeah. If you didn't uh, believe it now, like later in the night, you'd sort of believe it, wouldn't you? Where'd you, yeah, where'd yeah. you rate it? I, I was surprised how... I was surprised how many of the main characters they killed off. Well, we're not really killed off because they're vampires, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, did you look, watch it with the partner you've got access to? Yeah, did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. It was good. Apparently, it's it's part of a. Is it part of this this kind of? Is it the House on Hill Haunting? All these fucking. I hit. I don't really watch a lot of horror. So the House of Hill Haunting horror, horror, horror. Yeah, that thing. Same I writers, think, maybe. Same writers, same cast as well. I think. Oh, right. Apparently, it's a, it's a it's like three or four different dramas, three or different TV shows. They have the similar sort of casts in in, in there. I think so. I've never watched uh, any of those. Have you? No, I haven't. I'm not a big horror guy, but I might be because the woman who looks like Nia Jack, she's apparently a, what they call a scream queen. She's in a lot of horror films. So uh, I yeah. think that'd be fun, wouldn't it? What just be... having just being like the, I'd like to be like the. Remember, like Emily Booth from uh, she used to do bits, the video game TV show. She used to do a bit of Channel Four work, but in the main, she was just a mainstay of slightly sexy um, uh, British horror films in the nineties. Yeah, which is like a weird kind of subculture that nobody really is into. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, I, I just think if you were going to be, if you're an actor and you're not, it's probably quite hard to get big, big things going on. Right, have a bit of fun. Have a bit of fun. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, just. So do, you, just are you, do, can, are you but can, imagine like being in part of the horror thing in, in America is probably a lot of fun. Are you going to rebrand yourself as a horror guy in 2022? Then what? Like get really into like fright fest and stuff. Yeah, like Chris Dilly from uh, Clash of the Titles. Yeah, yeah. Maybe re-brand. I will. Maybe maybe I'll just I'll just I will always drag every film I, I watch back to. Um, Midnight Mass, <laughs> as, it, as if it's like a, a Hammer Horror from the fifties. If you had to, if you had to rebrand yourself, yeah. Oh right, okay. What would you do? Well, I mean, steampunk, steampunk, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, Whenever I see anything steampunk, I will send you a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and um, only fuzz and horses. Mm. Anything like that, really? Lot of, there was a lot of um, only fools and horses. Christmas jumpers knocking about, weren't there? There was, yeah. yes. Imagine steampunk. Um, uh, Oliver's horses, like uh, um, the, you the, just the, imagine, good night, sweetheart. The car is like all got cogs in it. Yeah, Rodney's a big cog. 
Um, so it's just only for the, bar, the cogs. The bar doesn't even need someone to lift it up. Uh, like in, yeah, uh, somebody a little cog steam powered, steam powered, steam steam powered yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it's a, yeah. So you've basically just reimagined Only Fools and Horses, but with cogs. Well, only cogs, cogs and yeah, horses. Only cogs and horses. Buster Merrifield's playing Uncle Albert. He's got like a coggy pipe. <laughs> he would and, fit in the steampunk. Ev- everything that Dale Boy gets for the market turns out just to be cogs in boxes. <laughs> just to try and sell them. Hey, every cog needs a rod, knee. So yes. there you go. <laughs> it does. Uh. Um, let's have a break. Um, and when we come back, we'll do some emails, and we'll also do a bit more of this, uh, a bit more of this chat. So we'll see you in a sec. All right, then. It's time for more Luke and Pete show. Oh, is that the time? Is I wonder time? what the time it was. It's time, it's time for more Luke and Pete show, mm. mate. We got to do, uh, got to do some emails. Who have you turned into? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Terry. Chris uh, has said hello on the old uh, email list we got here. Um, Evening, chaps. I'm currently catching up on episodes, so I apologise if you've had the answer already to the question. Why steal a catalytic, catalytic converter? Well, that's going back some time. Well, I think we we kind of know. It's all full no, of precious I still don't metals, know what it is. It? It's got what titanium is. or something in it. What is it? A platinum. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, my dad fell victim to the crime of cat converter theft. It was in broad daylight in a public car park in town while we were at a Barnsley match. My dad took his car to the garage on the Monday and the mechanic explained uh, that people are stealing them because they have platinum inside. I've just done a quick Google search and it appears that the standard uh, catalytic converter has three to seven grams of, grams of uh, platinum inside. Huh. My dad drives a Honda Jazz and in the same week his uh, his was stolen, one of the presenters of a motoring YouTube channel I watch also had his uh, stolen from his Honda Jazz. I don't know if this is a coincidence or if the Jazz has a tif- typically high level of platinum inside its cat. I'm enjoying that we foreshortened uh, the word catalytic into cat, cat, like we're really on nodding terms with what we're talking about here. But maybe the Honda Jazz is just a big Sweet. floozy, yeah. just letting its cat converter, its cat con, just kind of flop out a bit. Well, I've got I can get cats. that easily. If I said to the wife I've got access to, there's a high level of platinum inside our cat, <laughs> she would be asking questions big time. Um, I make Vish drives a Honda Jazz famously. Does, yeah, yeah. So maybe does he know what gold mine he's sitting in? I'm going to take every... his. I'm going to t- t- steal his. That would be quite an obscure thing to do, wouldn't it? To be Imagine s- if like steal I steal your colleague's catalytic converter. Who drives in? I drive in, so I could steal Jules. my own. Jules drives in sometimes. Uh, that's about it, really, isn't it? I could steal Jules. Jules has got a big car as well, so it'd be no. An, she's an... just very small. <laughs> no, yeah. she's got a big Range Rover, something. She, yeah. I'd climb under that, uh, and it'd be really easy because it like I imagine a Range Rover is all kind of like. It, it's all like proper, like mechanical under there because there's yeah. a Range Rover. Yeah, do you know? Do you know? Like in um, this probably can't happen now because cars are different. No, but it was a big thing in TV shows back in the day and films mm. to get yourself a little ruler, put it down the side of the window of a car, fiddle about a bit, and the lock would pop up and mm. you'd get in. And yeah. then all you do is apparently find two wires under the dashboard, connect them, touch together. them together, and the car starts. <laughs> yes. Was that ever a thing in yeah. real life? Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. You so when you, turn the key, it, but... when you turn the key, you're linking the two together and it creates a spark and it starts the engine. Yeah. So you just pull them out of the lock mm. and touch them and that's all you've got to do. Clonk. Yeah. Really easy stuff. And I guess, and, and but nowadays, I think lads just, and it is me, lads just pulls on the, pull on the side of the door. They just sort of pull on the side of the door, get their hand in. Because if you don't give a shit about like it messing like. it up, yeah. If you, I, but why seen... would you nick it if you're just going to mess it up? Well, you pull on the end of the thing. No, you're not nicking it, but you pull on pull on the end of the uh, pull on the top of the window. Get your hand in, uh, and then open it up and see what's in see what's inside. Basically, a lot of people say it's probably safer if you just leave your door unlocked because then they don't bother. Then they don't fuck I'm up your car. I'm not going to do door. that, am I? Why? 
Because uh, that's ridiculous. No, is that ridiculous? Because they're going to fucking. Well, they're going to pull the on the top of your. If your door's not open, they're going to pull on the top of your car, well, aren't I've they? I've got an alarm and an immobiliser in my car. So I don't think it's going to matter. What you got? One of those little. What's an immobiliser? It stops people being able to drive it. Is it one of those like? Because um, I saw like a really fancy Range Rover in my street, and uh, someone had got one of those um, like wheel, like the the steering wheel locks things, those yellow things yeah, in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, have the, one of them. Most people in my neighbourhood have got one of those. They've got those. But why? I guess it's a good question. I think the way my immobiliser works, I think, is if it doesn't detect the key mm. in the car, yeah. it sets the alarm off. Right, okay. So it, stop, it stops you doing anything until you press a button on the key. Yeah. And if it's not present, there's nothing you can do. Right. So you can steal stuff from in it. There's nothing in my car, yeah. apart from a box of chewing gum, an iPhone connecting cable, yeah. and a chapstick that's leaked. <laughs> How is it leaked? Well, it's like melted. I think, yeah, I think it melted or something uh, in the sun, okay. yeah. I've so, got... Uh, some dashboard wipes. I've got some masks. Because like you play Hero Quest on the car. I've got some. Um, I've got some uh, dairy milk as well, mm-hmm. which kind of melted. Don't believe in that in the back. car. No, that is an absolute mugs game. If he wants like empty uh, cans of uh, sugar-free Carabao, uh, he's he, this guy is going to go hog wild on my ride. To be I, honest, I used to have loads of empty crisp packets in the car from when you used to ride in it, but I stopped. I rode in it once. And you ate a load of crisps in the bag. I ate one bag of crisps. And left the bag in there. Yeah, and then I texted you and said, John, John, Luke, <laughs> Luke, one of the one of the Bible lot. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I uh, literally, just, I just left a bag of crisps in the back of your car. I didn't mean to. But crisps are delicious. Unacceptable. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's do this other email here from right. Simon in Norwich. Hello to Woo-hoo. you, Simon. Um, by the way, if you are still listening to this, please don't steal my car. Or Pete's. car. Pete's is probably easier to steal than mine. Why? It's smaller, cheaper. It's 2018. It's probably got updated security features. I've seen your car. There's no way that's the case. <laughs> Simon, Simon in Norwich just says, Hi, guys. Your discussion about Yakult. Do you know what this happens on the Luke and Pete show? Because we have a big backlog of emails. It takes us ages to get to them. <laughs> Someone will go, Your discussion about Yakult. And I think to myself, we God, I hope this isn't going to be... I hope I'm not going to have to know what I'm talking about here because I don't remember discussing yeah. Yakult at all. Um, reminded me of a stag weekend I went on in 2008, 2008. What were you doing in 2008, Peter? What was I doing in 2008? I was working XFM, for probably. XFM, yeah. Yeah, mm. having a lovely old time. But probably look Were you working with Alex? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, very tired. It might have been when you turned the Christmas lights on in, um, <laughs> in Holloway, Holloway yeah. right? Um, anyway, Simon picks up the story. He says, after three solid days on the beer, the breakfast buffet on the final morning was a welcome sight. It had the full array of goodies, including Actimel, which is the, oh, he describes as the lovely. little chavy brother of Yakult. I don't yeah. know if it is. It's a new kid on the block in the Actimel. <laughs> um, Actimel. Don't think uh, you can say chav anymore, is it, either? Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, is that, that what came in on the email? Oh, yes, because Roddy was telling me about this uh, email. It really made me laugh, the chavy version. Yeah. You, I don't think people say chav anymore, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. Offensive. It's quite offensive. You should probably stop saying it then. <laughs> um, two, uh, two attendees decided to take on the Actimel Challenge, <laughs> an ad campaign at the time promoting unsuspecting people goaded into two weeks of gut rehab. Mm. The chaps in question drank a month's worth each in one sitting, checked out of the hotel, and joined us on the minibus for the five hours journey back to Norfolk. Three hours in and rumbling noises were heard. Ten minutes later, the shout of, I'm going to explode, came from the back. (laughs) The bus pulled into a pub car park and with just one stall in the gents, a urinal took the full brunt of a long weekend's cheap beer and terrible food mixed in with pink strawberry Actimel. Oh. Safe to say the challenge was an instant success. Love the show, Simon in Norwich. No one needs that in their lives. Uh, no, it's the kind of thing you would do, Peter. Mm, well, I do like delicious um, yogurt drinks. Yeah. I'll drink anything yogurty. 
I, I, yeah, it's quite a 2008 story, this. It sounds like an in-betweeners episode, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you should like it there, shouldn't you? I love the in-betweeners. Love the in-betweeners. We haven't got in that real big debate, all of us, about in-betweeners versus Peep Show. Mm. And I was the only one who voted in-betweeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand by didn't, it. Didn't see the Peep Show film, did you? Didn't see a Is Peep, there a Peep Show, show film? film? No, there isn't. No. There isn't in-betweeners But film. I don't like David Mitchell or Robert Webb. Yeah, I mean, you don't like comedy. <laughs> you, just don't like, you don't like comedians, you don't like comedy, you don't like um, people trying to be funny. You think it's unbecoming. It's I do. childish. You think men and women over 30 should not try and be funny. No, it's, no my, my, my feelings are very complicated. I think really old I people are funny. Right. They're, they're kind of, that's really kind old of, That's kind of my fucking type of humour. <laughs> right, okay. I think, I think people who try to be funny, it's not my thing. Right. Possibly because I'm very naturally funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it just yeah. oozes out of you. Yeah. Like Actamel. Yeah. yeah. Like rotten, Sometimes sour it explodes Actamel. out of me into, into a Jensi Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that bombshell, literally a bombshell almost, yeah. um, a, a bombshell of vomit, uh, it's time to say goodbye, but we will be back on Thursday for the second show of 2022. Why don't you get in touch with us and tell us how your year is going so far? Um, on Thursday, it'll be the 6th of January by that point, so we'll be a good five or six days in. Yeah. Tell us how your year's going so far. Hello at LukeandPeatShow.com. We are at LukeandPeatShow on Twitter and Instagram. Also, tell us what you think about... We haven't even talked about our new logo, Pete. Have we? Oh, yeah, we got a new logo a few weeks ago. We got a new, new logo. It's a good one. Yeah, it's good. It I makes like... us both look really handsome, even though our heads have opened up, like in that film uh, Hannibal. It makes us look like when we lose our hair, when we're older, I'll, I'll be all right, I reckon. Why, I think I look why like is, a little dude. Why do you have... So for those who haven't seen the artwork, you can just look on your phone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, our heads are open with things coming out of our head, and it yeah, kind of makes okay. sense. Yeah. Why do you have a Game Boy and chopsticks coming out, and I have a toilet coming out of mine? <laughs> and a CD. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like it. I can't. I, the problem is, I can't look at it for too long because I just get distracted. It's <laughs> just God. I'm really, uh, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You, you didn't do it, did you? No, no, I didn't, I didn't do it. No. Pay, pay no, someone else. Hello, com is the destination. Thank you very much if you've listened and sent an email in so far. We really appreciate it. We will be back on Thursday for more of this, and we bloody look forward to speaking to you then. Say goodbye, Peter. Farewell. It's goodbye from me as well. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.